Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to this podcast, which has been called the audio equivalent to those little things on the yellow lines that go thump, thump, thump when you're getting too close to them. Uh... We start every we, single. We wake you up, right? From an act. That's okay. right, because you're like, oh, I've been lulled to sleep. Oh, that's so annoying. It's woken me up. The uh, podcast that prevents you from getting into accidents. Right. Uh, never let you cross a line. Uh, we usually start every podcast with uh, omissions and uh, contritions and uh, apologies. apologies. Uh, Rob, I didn't. I, I. I don't. I don't think I saw anything. But I've stopped uh, actively How? looking at our comments well, years ago. So, as I was, I, I'm apologizing for my drinking. Um, oh yeah, there was too, yeah, yeah. There was too much drinking, and also for my audio. Apparently, I am somebody that likes say what, what. Yeah, say things away from the microphone. Right. No, it's but. yeah, and I guess even I did. Last time it was guilty pleasures, right? Uh, that was our that order sixty six. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think anyone cared enough to comment on our guilty pleasures. No, we. I don't believe we had any comments on. Yeah. <laughs> so, really picking winners here. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Well, then let's get on to uh, today's episode. Then uh, my name is Monty Ike, and uh, with me, as always, he's the Tobor to my Johnny Five. He's the uh, the Marvin to my Crichton. He's the uh, he's the Charlie to my T-Bot. Uh, he's my best friend, Rob Bloom. Uh, hey, Man, we should we should have uh, we should have gone over some of those, but uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, buddy. No, I am teasing. I think we are good. We are oh, good. are we? Okay, good. I, yeah, yeah. Just you mentioned a lot of my honorable mentions. Oh well, that's what this is for—to get them out of the way so we don't bore people later on. Uh, Charlie, of course, is Charlie uh, from Scooby Doo. He's the robot that's on the amusement park cleaning up. That's that's who Charlie is. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. You, okay. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about? I guess it is our favorite robots in pop culture. Our favorite robots in pop culture. Well, that's a small wonder. Uh, I can't wait to see Damn you. What? Oh, <laughs> there you, there you go again. Oh, hopefully that was just a. The, hopefully small wonder a, is not on my list, but okay. she is definitely my top honorable mention. Uh, really? Uh, that's yes. My wife mentioned Small Wonder when I told her what this was about. Uh, so I there love you go. Small Wonder. Um, no, we are talking that about robots. That show was really terrible. <laughs> oh, it's awful. But it's, it is like what the epitome of MST3K was made for. Right. That, that was made to be made fun of. And yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get on to it then. We're talking robots, our favorite robots in pop culture. Yes. Do you want to go first or shall I? Uh, no, I'll go first. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to kick things off with uh, Rachel. Uh, 
uh, sh- uh, that's uh, uh, from Blade Runner. Sean Young's character in Blade oh, Runner. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, She's. It- uh, let me, I'll just be honest with you. That character uh, was formative in some of my uh, tastes later in life uh, for dark-haired women with bright red lipstick. So uh, a lot of people think it was Snow White, but I think really it's Sean Young in Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, know, I can see the, the thing about Blade Runner. Because okay, we're gonna you know we're gonna talk about these robots and whatnot. Oh oh, I should also put the disclaimer. We said before. Uh, we came up with these lists that because we have talked about Transformers ad nauseum, we were not going to include a Transformer as a favorite robot. Right. Um, so if you do not hear me mention O Prime, um, that is why. Okay. So back to <laughs> what? Why not just call him Optimus Prime? Why O Prime? What is it? <laughs> because because O Prime sounds like an orgasm sound. O Prime. O Prime. I don't. What? <laughs> no. Has it been that long for you? <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's just yeah, keep it. Sean Young. Let's just keep it going. Sean yes. Young. No no Transformers. I'm starting things out with the Sean thing that's Young. What's cool about Sean Rachel. Young is, is she looks like she is from the 40s. Yes. That haircut. Right. And that pencil skirt. Pencil yeah. skirt. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Everything oh. about that is just fantastic. And what it's great is it really set, it actually helps set the mood for a noir, even though it's set in the future with robots. She is classically, uh, visually pulls you right out of a classic uh, detective story noir and puts you into that mind. Like it's, she's almost like a visual clue. She's the femme fatale uh, of this noir, and she's still dressed the exact same way that uh, Sam Spade would have to deal with her, or uh, uh, you know any any number of those uh, of those characters. Philip Marlowe definitely deals with those kind of girls. when when the first time you saw this movie okay like i was super young when i first saw it now, right. i've seen it since but when i first saw it i was not old enough to comprehend that she was a robot yeah I, at, at the, like i mean a dirty robot but i mean like things. i don't think i understood that any of them were at the first time i had seen it i was probably that young when i had yeah. seen it and then as the years so it's like when i saw it later the impact of well these guys are all ticking time bombs and going to die eventually and all that. But like, I didn't understand the impact of the story the way I would have loved to had seen it at a, like a comprehensive age. Right. When versus yeah. when I did see, it. I think I, I like, I don't do that movie credits having seen it the first time so young. Yeah. Uh, I, I think what's also great is there's a lot to be said about, you know, Roy, Beatty's uh, tragedy and all that stuff, the 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 you know the warrior uh, androids, but uh, there's also oh, some, yeah, yeah. some some deep uh, there's some deep uh, uh, darkness in the idea of what she's clearly built and designed to be a, a companion, and there's some there's some definitely some darkness in there as well. So, uh, so like, yeah, the, the reveals of all that, I think were wasted on me at that age. Yeah. That I would have loved to have seen that movie you, later. Because you wanted like, oh, to see some Star oh. Trek. You wanted to see some Star Wars, and that's all I, you were caring I, about. You were, kind of, you were caring about the flying cars. You were caring about the laser guns. That's what I was... I mean, was Han Solo. I just yeah. wanted to see Han Solo one more time. And, right. Oh, what do you so mean? My num- oh, sorry. My number five uh-huh. is a little more... Uh, well... Red Tornado. I don't even know how to set him up. Red Tornado from the DC Universe. He is my favorite android. 
I honestly could not tell you if he was older or younger than his counterpart from Marvel, the vision. They are very similar. Um, he, you know, is the robot that wants to be human, but really isn't. In fact, I would say he's more robotic than vision ever was. I think he's less humanoid and in certain incarnations, they didn't even give him an actual face. They just gave him like slits for eyes and slits for a mouth. And he kind of looks more like a pumpkin face versus what, you know, where vision is an actual person. Right. Um, there have been times where he's been mind wiped, but he has been a really interesting character in like that he's kind of the elder statesman when it comes to his training of some of the younger heroes as he's been used in comics of recent years and in like the young justice cartoon, they use him very well in there where, um, he's kind of the chaperone and, yeah. uh, the, and I've, I've liked the way they've used him. Um, I just, I've, he's somebody that he was in the second episode of Supergirl season one. And I, I really thought that, like, oh, bring him back because that's kind of that's kind of brilliant the way you're using it. Bring him back as you know a good, and they never came back. And... So many wasted uh, opportunities. Uh, Red Tornado. I I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, uh, honestly, Rob. If I I mean I no remember him in Young Justice. Like you know what I mean. I know him there, mm-hmm. but I don't really honestly feel like I know him very well at all. So. Um, during the mid nineties, they kind of wiped his memory clean and uh-huh. he started over. He had similar relationships where he actually was married and had a family that like, it was a woman whose husband had passed and he was helping to raise his family. And he had a human intelligence and background and personality, but something happened and I don't remember the exact story, but it was all wiped away. And then the, the genius writing took over where it's like, well, he's still wanting to be a part of this family, but now he's this soulless robot right. that's still there and he still has these memories of it, but he can't, he can't he pull up that anymore. Yeah. And it was really interesting. And yeah. I, I, I like that storyline quite a bit. Robot stepdad, by the way, is also a great name for a punk band. So, Oh my God, that's a great name. Yeah, I'm writing that down. You should. You should. Okay. Okay. That's, that's my number. Number five. five. All right. Number. Uh, I'll go to my number four. Uh, oh boy, uh, this is probably uh, the most advanced robot we have on this podcast. I'm just going to say that right now. I don't think of anyone that can do more than this robot. And I'm talking, of course, about Blue Falcon's trusty companion, Dynamut. Oh, good one, <laughs> Dynamut. That's a great one. And, and before you one. say, but Monty, Dynamut is just simply a robot Scooby-Doo. I say to you, no, he did not have a speech impediment. Two different mm-hmm. characters. Two different uh-huh. characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, in the Scoob cartoon, he's the movie, played yeah. by an Asian man, yeah. Yeah, and that's he, right. You know, and, and he's completely different from Scoob in that Right, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, the, I like what they did with the Scoob movie. They flip flopped that. Actually, they flip flopped that and made Blue Falcon the idiot and Dynamut mm-hmm. the non-idiot, and that was actually Agreed. very yeah. good. Obviously, it was supposed to be that this is Blue Falcon's son, uh, and not the original Blue Falcon. But still, I thought that was very good and very funny. I, I've, I've always look. Uh, one of my favorite DVD collections I have is the Blue uh, the Blue Falcon and Scooby Doo uh, hour set of dvds where it was when those uh, on saturday mornings would uh, alternate between uh scooby-doo and blue falcon with dynamite um 
I love, I love dynamite. I, I think it's just funny. And, and, and you're going to see a common theme, I think, a little bit here, which is I've got a lot of funny robots. Robot dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Robot dogs. I mean, well, you're talking canine Actually, I would and say dynamite, and that's pretty much it. I only have one beside. Okay. Red Tornado was my first non. Yeah. I only have one non funny one left. So we'll see if we have some similar. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I. Mm-hmm. I I only uh, I only have one, one non-funny, and that was the sexual one. So I guess I'm the weirdo. But Dynamut, yeah, yeah that, and the sexual one, of course, is again Dynamut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to that joke, to be honest. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes. I honestly I don't I don't remember much except visually about Dynamut. Like Dynamut was a like I liked their it's color like, combinations yeah. and his power. Well, I he was remember. basically Inspector Gadget and Scooby Doo combined. Combined. Oh, yeah. exactly. He was kind of an idiot, and he would succeed through mistakes. Yes, which is very Scooby as well. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how Scooby Doo and the gang oftentimes would succeed is through uh, through mishaps. sheer luck of their mishaps. Yeah, I yeah. like uh, I like the fact that I think it's always a fun trope of uh, the the overeager moron who is trying so hard uh to uh to be cool or be i mean that's uh that's that to me is always a, a favorite trope uh whether that be you know uh british comedies like faulty Ta- faulty towers or or mr bean where it's this person who's uh i'm adjusting my volume by the way i hope that that's okay i was talking while turning it down which is like absolutely not what you're supposed to do um but uh, it, yeah, it's very much like that sort of like Mr. Bean or Faulty Towers or that sort of thing where it's uh, uh, it's somebody who's so desperate to raise their status that they they screw things up. Uh, and Dynamo, I think, has that where he desperately wants to prove himself to his partner and be this great hero, but he is just um, a moron, and it's funny. So there you go, Dynamo. That's my number four. That's a good number four. I like that. Yeah, thanks. Okay, it's a so strong my list, first, Rob. I win these usually. No, we'll see. We'll see. I think I, I think I might actually have a pretty competitive list here today. Oh, well, we'll see. Okay, my number four is my first comedic entree of uh-huh. the least. <laughs> Bite my shiny metal ass. Oh, yeah, I, I knew Bender was coming. Fu- Futurama Bender. Bender is... Uh, the actor who does his voice alone is, you know, a John... John um, H. John Bender. Yeah, we're not... Yes. No. No. That's not. That's not. It's Bender. not him. That, was, oh, what, that, that is uh, uh, Bob's Burgers. That. Um, oh it yeah. Is, What's it's the, the same guy who plays Jake the dog. Yeah. From Adventure Time. The other guy. Um, I get it. And he also did the Joker in uh, the Red Hood. I cannot tell you um, the actor's name. That's okay. But that's what I'll do. You talk. Just, just his. Snark. Oh, it's John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Yeah. Or okay. Maggie. I, I knew it was John. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I love Bender. Bender is such a fucking asshole. He's just a jerk and his redeemability is nil and, and yet you still love him. Um, he goes to robot hell. He cheats. He does robot drugs. He, uh, has some of the best lines in all the episodes of Futurama. He is Probably my favorite character in all of the symptom Simpsons universe. Um, he's just a parody of a parody, and I, I love him. I, yeah, uh, Bender. Uh, Bender seemed destined to be uh, amazing from the from the pilot. 
Like Fry is forgettable. Bender, you're like Bender walks in and you're like, oh, okay, this is the guy we're going to be quoting uh, for the next oh, yeah. several yeah. seasons. And yeah, I, I do like the fact that he's got almost no redeeming qualities. My one of my absolute favorites is when the this the civilization uh, grows on him. Oh, and he's yes. treated oh, like a and god. He's god. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. god to that. So that to me is remains one of the funniest That's a bits. Brilliant episode. Funniest bits uh, of of uh, of all of Futurama was was that one. So yeah, uh, such a such a good character. Uh, I I struggled with Bender. I thought about putting him on the thing. I wrote him down uh, two or three times, and then was like, uh, no. Uh, I knew you were going to have him, so I I opted not to. Well, well, just like you you. He's a he's a bending unit. His life was to be a bending unit, and right. like there's even been episodes where they had making a cur uh, like a making a corner and he's like, or not a corner but something where it's like no 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 I don't do that. I'm a bender. I'm not, yeah I'm yeah not a folder. Right. You know yeah I'm just, not a folder. I'm a bender. Right yeah something like that. I mean yeah, just the, like super the, yeah super the, specific. The, yeah I I just I love the nuance of the character and and. You know, Futurama was really good about giving everybody a wonderful backstory. Eventually, it like it didn't happen in season one. It was like you know, over however many seasons they've done, they've given each of them wonderful backstories. And Bender, really, like you know, when he when he got his antenna cut off, and it was you know all the penis jokes. And- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bender's pretty dope. That's a that's a really strong number four. Uh, they're only gonna get stronger i'm telling you okay well that's not the case for me um my next one comes from phineas and ferb and it's norm dr doofenshmirtz's uh robot that's a that's a very good one that that's a very funny one that's a yeah it's very funny straight straight man funny yeah well yeah he's he plays on that so uh the the funny parts of like Commander Data or or any of those guys are this yes. whole thing where he just misses the point of humanity just in the right way and and you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, Crichton uh, from uh, Red Dwarf is that way as well uh, where they just they just miss it they're just so close the un- it's really a joke about the uncanny valley here you make something that is so close to being human but it just fucking misses it by like just <laughs> that much and that much it's like. It's like uh, it's like uh, when um, I'm trying to remember Vic, uh, Victor Borga uh, when he plays the piano just wrong. You know, you know who I'm talking about Victor Borga. He used oh, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Old people love that guy, but he, he had this amazing but it, talent. It was wrong enough that you knew where you right knew was. where right was, even if you didn't know how to play piano. It was just wrong enough to be funny but not so wrong it was a cacophony you have no idea what he was doing right. yeah. if you've ever mm-hmm. seen him do the william tell uh, orchestra where he flips the that's page exactly around what i was gonna and, say yeah, yeah. but that's fucking amazing right so for me norm hits that 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 right right on that edge of just doing it sort of wrong it's kind of like also how uh uh, and I, I'm, I hope I hope I'm not gonna step on any toes of any people that you name or anything like that. But kind of like how uh, the robot in Iron Man works, uh, and I can't remember what he's called uh, off the top of my head. Are you head. talking about the, the MCU? Iron yeah, Man? yeah, the MCU. Little I don't robot. remember, but I don't remember that. Robot. But also, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. The about. Venture Brothers have Helper. It's Helper's the, a great one. Yeah, oh, where they're just oh, I'm just I don't have so stupidly wrong. Um, but like the one in the MCU, and I can't remember 
what that one is. It's I, just dumb, and it's uh like when when he fires off the 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 um, the fire retardant, the fire yeah. retardant, just a second or two late than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. It's a great bit. It's a great joke. Norm is sort of like that, but he's not just uh, late or anything like that because he's a full-fledged human. It's just what I mean is he's just wrong. He says just the mm-hmm. wrong thing or the thing one second too late or just misses the boat on what I feel like is. he's definitely like he's the setup. He like, you know, yeah. or he's the knock him down, but not with the panace that... Uh, no, it's 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 using that as a way to cut it. Like uh, it's I accidentally Doof- bumped it in and knocked right. it down. Do, do, Doofenshmirtz will heighten, 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 and then the way Norm comes in and just gets it wrong. It's a great way of just toppling. So I'll tell you, I would never have guessed Norm was on your list, but it's yeah, that's a very strong one. I will give it to you. That's a well, strong I came to I came to play. I came to win. So okay, well. Norm is on my list. Okay, well, my next one, my number three, we're at number three now. Was yeah. that your three? That was my number three. Norm. Okay, my number three is, okay, Star Wars is a pretty big universe full of characters yeah. that have... Are the robot parts? Android oh, personalities. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So oh, sure, 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 sure. I'm thinking R2-D2, C-3PO, BB-8, K-9 even. Yeah. K- are, like, they're all wonderful characters. But right. my favorite robot is a latecomer of recent that I've fallen in love with and made a made a little appearance on um on um the uh Man- Mandalorian no <laughs> not Mandalorian on oh. the 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 cartoon with the five man I do this every oh. week it's like I forget an <laughs> the obvious <laughs> you mean the bad batch the bad, bad batch yeah he okay made, uh, chopper right the best stupid little robot with so much personality and he's just a little another a little prick kind right. of a comedic relief but also still kind of cool um he's unlike r2 he's you know he's he's still an astrodroid but he's a i think he's an older astrodroid like like he's like model one versus you know r2's a pretty advanced model and then you have chopper who's got the little arms still on his side and chopper is a lot of fun yeah, I, 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 I like Chopper. I do. I actually thought you were gonna bring up L three three seven from Sar uh, from Solo, uh, a Star Wars story. Oh, you know she's she's really great too. But if if I have to go female voice one, I would probably go TC fourteen. I'm you know. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, TC fourteen. This she's a she's a sexy little model. You know. You know yeah. She's, she's, okay. That's. Getting you a little know, weird there, bro. Okay, but back weird. to Chopper. Okay, so Chopper, yeah. Chopper can fly. Chopper has been, you know, he's he's one of the first Republic robots, really. I mean, I, you can argue that he's part of the start, but I'm telling you, I just think Chopper's personality is much more fun, and he's he's like R two D two if you know R two had Molly. You know, <laughs> the drug? <laughs> yeah, no, the person. No, of course the drug. You know. Okay. You know, you, or, you know, Chopper. Chopper's here to play. Chopper's here to you know to party it up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I can see that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I yeah. I I, I thought long and hard about Star Wars uh, characters, and I th- I thought about uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge's uh, character from uh, Solo. I thought about Alan Tudyk's uh, K two S O. Because that had a lot of funny parts in it as well. Are you, you going to go with the gonk droid? 
I'm not gonna go with the Contra. No, <laughs> uh, Chopper. Chopper didn't 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 uh, come to me on on that. But I I okay. I had a feeling. I had a feeling you were gonna go with one of those two. Honestly, either okay. Alan Tudyk's or Felix. Alan Tudyk's is. I think if I were to pick, he's really got the yeah. funnest interaction. Yeah. Stop resisting. Got... I'm really you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yes. Stop resisting. I'm here to save you or whatever. He had so many funny lines, um, but I, I also really liked uh, Phoebe Waller Bridges. Uh, oh God, Lando's... I can't cut if you're looking at me. You're looking yeah. at me, aren't you? Yeah. You're looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, she's great. And then you know, basically all her innuendos that she's sleeping with Lando. Right. Yes. I mean, so funny, so funny. And that whole relationship. And then like how when she's gone, like Lando is soups upset about it. Uh, yeah. Like after pretending like she means nothing to him the whole time, and then yeah, and then he's like broken up about it, which is absolutely, absolutely great. Uh, all right, that's a good one, Chopper for number three. Uh, my number two, um, uh, I assume knows how to play backgammon because Buck Rogers is always telling you to hide your backgammon bitty, boards. Bitty bitty bitty. bitty bitty bitty. I'm talking about Tweaky. Yeah, that's Twiggy. that that crossed my mind. It could appear bitty, bitty, on my bitty, list. Bitty 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 bitty. Hello, Buck. When I was a kid, those were yeah, they were great. I loved that. Oh yeah, and especially the the smart one around his neck, which I didn't bother to try to remember. Yeah, that that's that was what got me. And like, and honestly, I don't remember. I was too young when that came out. I don't remember the dynamic of okay. So you have Twiggy, yeah, and then you had the you had the flavor flav right you know, sundial flavor, on yeah. his chest. <laughs> also talked. I don't. Yes, yeah, he uh, did. That I, was I don't the smart remember. one. That was the smart one. So, uh, yeah, Twiggy was great because he sort of, uh, he sort of actually, in my opinion, um, the the sidekick of Buck Rogers, the buddy. Like he's yes, and he's he had like Buck voiced Rogers, by, uh, voiced by um, the voice of Bugs Bunny, uh, Mel Blank. Uh, Mel yeah. Blank. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's you're exactly right. Good job. Mm-hmm. You've nailed it. Um, yeah, but I really, uh, I, I really loved, uh, Twiggy and, and especially the BDBDB. Like for years, that would be the, the thing that what I would sort of laugh Beard. about or, or the, the fall go-to. robot. Yeah. Go, your, your go-to for a uh, shorthand for Buck Rogers would be just like BDBDBD. Uh, and you know, everyone would, uh, everyone would laugh and, and have a good time. So I don't know the name of that robot though. And it's going to drive me crazy. So I will. Yeah. Be and it's up. like, honestly, that was, it was, it, I can't remember if it was symbiotic or what. And what wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. Again, the boy uh, that had the boy that had the dog robot too. Am I remembering that from another, like you, they're all blurring together. Yeah. But there was you, like might, you might, you like might, yeah, you might be remembering something slightly different. It's just was I was really young when that was on, and I can't remember seeing it since. I just remember Twiggy and Beady Beady Beady, and yeah, it's. I can picture the boy and the and the dog robot that, like you know, it had fur, but in between the fur, you would see the metal, like on the. Oh yeah, know, is like, that uh, is that like? But uh, I think that's still Buck Rogers. But I think it was it? the. It's not like uh, Earth ninety nine or, or no, you know, no 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 because I never watched that. 
It's oh. either Buck Rogers or Battlestar Galactica. It could be. Oh, could it's be Battlestar, Battlestar. It's Battlestar Galactica. That is exactly it could be what Battlestar. it is. Yep, it is. It is. Bat- uh, now, now that you say that, I'm like, yep, that's it. And that's probably why you're like, oh, I can't remember which one is which. It's oh, they blend together because they were they both sci-fi TV that was a little low budget for its time, or for its time, maybe it was big budget. I don't know, but can, for now, yeah. Uh, but there you go. Twiggy is uh, is my man. My boy. Number two is Twiggy, huh? Twiggy is number two on that list. Okay. Yeah. My number two. And it's, it is and Dr. Theopolis. I just found it. Okay, Dr. Theopolis. That's right. Okay. 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 So my number two, I really wish I could do an imitation of this voice, but I'm going to do the Doom song. Doom, 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 doom. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, of course I don't, because it's probably like Adventure Time. So It's Gurr. Oh. From Invader Zim. Gurr is the funnest little stupid angry robot that could switch on a dime and go from being the sweetest guy in the world to all of a sudden bloodthirsty. And I loved Gurr. Gurr was like the first character that Riley fell in love with. Like and and we would just watch and giggle and and you know, I'm gonna make some waffles and just the high pitch Gur is just I love Gur. I don't I don't I can't really even vocalize how fun having Gur around and when they did the reboot or reissue yeah. Netflix about I guess it was about seven months ago, eight months ago or so, they kept all the voices and it was like like nothing had changed. I still love Gur. Gur is, you know, his disguise is a puppy, but it's a stuffed puppy that he sewed up, and like you can see the zipper down his back, and his tongue is sticking out, and he's green, and so it's 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 just so ridiculous and fun. I I just Gur is just the best. If you can watch like the the intro episode of Invader Zim where he gets Gur. Mm-hmm. And he can't get him to work, so he opens up his brain and he literally just dumps stuff in, and that makes him work. You know, <laughs> like you know, a can of can of shit. I, it's it's ridiculous, and that's why I love it. Uh, I have not watched Invader Zim, uh, so I I can't comment on this. But I you know I've heard great things about it uh, before. Um, is is he named I, Gur because he's shaped like a dog? Is that the idea? Is it no, it's G I R and it stands for something. Like all the, the I know, but it sounds like Gur, which is like what a dog. Well, says. I think the whole running gag. Yeah, you're not wrong, but like mm-hmm. the whole running gag is everybody on the show has a three letter name. Oh, and and you know Zim Z I M. Everybody and like and they all like just simple sounds like that. And Gur just. All the other robots that are not defective, because he's defective off the right. model, are like Burr, something like that. But he's Gur, you know. Like I it, see. It's anyway. Yeah, I I love the show, but like if for people who aren't cartoon fans, I think you just watch the intro episode and that's all you need. That's well. What is his personality like? Is he is he? Uh... He's spastic. He okay. Is, he, and literally, like, he is... Like he's lost his marble. Like, there's a screw loose. Like, he's... But, had but, but then one minute, he's, head. like, super sweet and kind and gentle and wonderful. And then all of a sudden, he snaps. And he's just this bloodthirsty robot who can, you know... Yeah. 
turn anything into a weapon and destroy the earth if he wanted to. But then he's feeling lazy. and mm-hmm. So he's a pothead. I love it. Kinda. I love it. I love it. Good number two. Uh, this is where we should put in uh, our honorable mentions, including uh, you wanted to name at least one Transformer as an honorable mention. Oh, I was I was just going to like go down my list of top five Transformers real quick. Just, oh, just, okay. Your top no, like, five I, Transformers. Do, do, are that, you don't yeah. have to. You don't have to. No, I, that's I, fine. I, just... I, I can do. Yeah, I can do a top five. Uh, okay. That's fine. You want me to go first so you can... Yes, obviously, I want you to go okay, first. Okay. Everyone my knows I'm writing them right now. My number five is actually Hot Rod. Now, you know, Hot Rod is my favorite, not because he eventually becomes a hero, but because he is just the coolest-looking robot. Number four is Soundwave. Soundwave was the coolest toy because you could, you know, put cassettes in him. Who, you know, Three is Optimus. You, you'd think Optimus would be higher, but no, three is, is Optimus. Just because he's it's Optimus. Right. Number two is Jetfire, and I know Jetfire will be on your list. Jetfire is just just badass. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. He's he's a Macross come to life. You know, uh, and my number. Yeah, we'll go on. Yeah, my number one is Tracks. Tracks. The Corvette. Oh yeah, there there we go. There we go. I love Tracks. Uh, all right. Well, my five are uh, Perceptor. Oh, I, I had a feeling you'd like Perceptor. I like Perceptor a lot. Uh, Ironhide, I always liked that sort of old cowboy character. I mean, they sort of yeah. reintroduce it with Cup, but Ironhide's, to me, the first. Um, Wheeljack. That's, that's a good comparison. Wheeljack yeah. is dope as shit. Um, Jazz, because it's Scatman Crothers. Yeah. Uh, but my number one Transformer is Starscream, uh, because that really? show that show would not be as enjoyable without fucking Starscream. It, it's just like MASH isn't funny when uh, they get along with Frank or uh, or he Charles. He's totally Frank. He's he Frank totally from MASH. Frank. Oh, my God. He's totally Frank. You have to have wonderful. the ineffectual spur in order to... It, he creates conflict. That is conflict. the best metaphor for Starscream. Yeah. He creates he's conflict Frank. when he... Uh, yeah. There you go. He's, he's trying Frank. to climb the ladder, trying to be yeah. more important than he is. He's, right. He's everything about... And he's a, a moron. He's, trying to get on yeah. Megatron's girlfriend. I, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. You remember when Megatron and I lived together for a short time in L.A.? My roommate, Lang Megatron. All right. um, So those are my those are my top five. That's real easy to do. Uh, Okay. Okay. uh, So honorable mentions as far as robots go. uh, We brought up Small Wonder. Uh, We definitely should bring up Small Wonder. Uh, That's a good it's a good robot. Um, I have Maximilian from uh, the Black Hole. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the scary, he was a really he was one. just cool, you know, yeah. with all the 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 blades and stuff. He was just a cool looking robot. Yeah. Uh, Baymax from Oh yeah, Big Hero Six. Big Hero I Six. I love Baymax. He's just sweet. Right, just and the fact that sweet. he's like inflatable is so super funny. Yeah, the it was inflatable unique. robot is very great. Uh, one of um, mine. Uh, let me. Let me okay. One, my, one yeah. of mine is Robbie the robot from Lost in Space and so many things. Um, I mentioned Tobor in the uh, intro, which is a knockoff of Robbie the Robot, because Tobor is just robot spelled backwards. Uh, is that right? Yeah, T O. I, I was just, I was just kidding. I was... Uh, and then um, uh, Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Uh, I I also have Marvin, which oh, yeah. you had mentioned in our intro. I I love yeah, Marvin, Marvin, especially in Paranoid. the most recent movie in- incarnation, Incarn- because yeah. Alan Rickman is yeah. wonderful as Marvin. Um, That's right. I'm so Johnny Five, which you also mentioned, which Johnny Five is alive. Yeah. Um, 
I still quote that freaking movie to this day. Like, really? No it's, see shit. Where see shit? No see. Or I'll go forward. Yeah. Or, I I must right admit censor. <laughs> I must admit that's uh, that movie has not aged well. The last time I it's, tried watching oh, no, it, it, I'm like, not. especially number two is not uh, aged well because of the uh, yes, because the, the racism. The yeah, blatant the, the blatant racism, racism in, in number two. Yeah, yeah, that's hard to um, hard to stomach. Um. The last one I'm a, on my honorable mention, I'm afraid to mention because you might have it as your number one. So, oh, is it a wisecracking can, one? Yeah, yeah. Then let's not talk about it. We'll we'll find out if you're right or not. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, did you have the Row Bears uh, from Thundercats on the oh, list? Oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah, uh, like, I don't know if yeah, those are technically cyborgs or well, if they're robots. Of, like, yeah. You you didn't have data, so I was sure. Data I didn't have data, and data really should be in an honorable mention. Look, data's fine, I guess. Here's I just I had st- you had to get something Star Trekian in there, and I was waiting for at least something Star Trekian, and there really, uh, really isn't. Uh, other than look, data. other than data, there's really not a lot of uh, fully robe. I mean, like I could have gone with. Honestly, we could have uh, said, "Hey, look, does Voyagers the Doctor count as a robot? Because it's an artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and a holographic a, body." It is. Yeah, you know what? I would say yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be the one I'd go with. Uh, Data, unfortunately to me, suffers from the fact that in the later movies, in an an attempt to make Brent Spiner's character more dynamic and to give him Mm -hmm. more things, they made him dumb. Like when he does the whole, yes, I was like, that was a moment in the movie where I fucking cringed on every level of my soul. So, And I I get why they did it, but I also get why it was cringeworthy. Super, super cringy. And also uh, old chubby Data in Picard. No, no amount of CG makes that go away. Mm. Oh, I have yeah. I've not seen a single episode of Picard, but yeah, oh, you probably it's too bad. Picard's filled with robots. Just... That's the number. It's the number one. Like that's the thing in Picard. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, those are those are the honorable mentions. All right, oh, my wait. number one, and we'll see if your honorable mention was. My I have a feeling one. it is not at this point. But it's either ahead. my number one or it's my number one's partner. That's at least what I'm thinking. But my number one. And this is a maybe a controversial choice because everyone goes with his partner. But my number one is Tom Servo because he's my favorite, not Crow T. Oh, robot. no, no. I did not even think MST3K. That really? Is not, no, I, oh, I was thinking wow. Kit from Knight Rider. Was oh, was. and you. Oh, yeah. No, Kit from Knight Rider definitely should have been on that list. So. Uh, I thought about Kit. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, no, I guess. No, I, is Kit, I is Kit a thought. robot? Well, he's not alive, and he's got an intelligence. That's and... true, and he's got a body. But I really feel like Carr is more of a Night Industries roving robot, whereas Kid is a Night Industries 2000. By the way, I got—I'm uh, just going to give a shout out to Tim Ham. The other day, me and him were talking, and I was like, "Oh, you remember that episode where Carr was in the uh, the semi truck?" And he's like, "No, Monty, that was Goliath, and he didn't have—it was just a truck." Uh, he, yeah, Garth Knight just drove Goliath. Uh, he was not sentient. I was like, no, no, didn't, didn't, didn't Car die in the first step? And then they put him into the the truck. No, Monty, you're misremembering. And I was like, I'm gonna look this up. Anyway, so I was wrong, and uh, Tim was right. Well, Goliath you is don't just question a truck. Tim when it comes to tonight, Rider. Right? Yeah, it's true. It's true, especially the ones. Tim's about on. the closest one of our friends to become Night Rider, I think. He's, you mean a shadowy man? Cool. You mean a shadowy man that does not who's exist? Who's got a cool car? Who, oh, who's got, who's got a cool car? Well, yeah. Mean, you've not seen me. You've not seen me in my 2019 Volkswagen convertible, my friend. 
blasting the shins as I drive through the night. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go on. Tom Servo, you're number one. Tom Servo. He's my favorite MST3K robot. Um, I I like his. Um, I think uh, Crow T Robot is is obviously uh, very funny, and he's very um, um, all over the place. But Tom has this level. I mean, if you have a choice between Tom or Crow, who's going to say this line? The first question is, well, is there a, a pretentiousness about it? And if it is, that's Tom. Then it's it, Tom. Yeah. yeah. And and to me, I love it. I enjoy affecting the comedic pretentiousness. We've talked about several of my things tonight about that idea of trying to rise above your station to me being very, very funny. And, uh, and so, yeah, Tom Servo is my favorite. I love that little guy. And, uh, and so there you go. That's my number one no. favorite robot in all of pop. We, we got to give a shout out to Cambot and Gypsy though. Yeah. Sure. Or GPC as they're calling Gypsy a lot now. Why is Gypsy that's what Gypsy? No. Yes, oh. actually. Yes, it is. And is yes, it? it is. Yeah. Uh, you don't call huh. You don't call the Romania gypsies anymore. That's a slur. So now it's GPC is what they've been calling her. Okay. Yeah. There you go. You know. It's like I also, I don't call my duck honky anymore because that's derogatory. So I have stopped calling my duck honky. Uh, I now just call it whitey. (laughs) I I thought cracker seemed much more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I call him that when I'm mad. My number one. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, because of the Superman influence, especially in this movie, uh, this Warner Brothers property. Oh, boy. Do you know who I'm talking about? I think you, I did. Man. Go ahead. Just keep talking. Uh, I love the cartoon movie Iron Giant. Yeah. It is It is such a touching, you know, basically, an, it's an alien who figures out he doesn't want to be a gun. Yeah. And, and it's sweet. It's touching. Um, he takes inspiration from Superman, mm-hmm. and it's nothing but just a sweet movie. And he is my number one robot. Uh, I think the design with the retro robot is really damn cool, and the big old like jaw thing and mm-hmm. the, the mandibles. The, the, yeah, yeah. It's it's it, there's something retro sci-fi that's wonderful about it. Plus, it's you know it's it's a really good story. It and the movie holds up. I've watched it recently. It holds up. It it's uh, it feels very Don Bluth. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just it's a great movie. It's it's a great character, and it's an easily was my when I when I thought of this, I was trying to figure out a way to well, how do I get to talk a little bit about Iron Giant and giving Vin Diesel his props for, you know, his nothing, entry into nothing voice. stronger than family. <laughs> that's that's what I took away from Iron Giant. Nothing stronger than family. The funny I was watching the behind the scenes. This was back, you know, DVDs were brand spanking new when right. Iron Giant came oh, out. Oh yeah, you and loved I was watching the- uh, yeah, you know me. So I was watching the commentary, and every one of the voice scenes that they show Vin Diesel behind, he's in this dark booth, and he has those glasses on. And it, I, I had never seen a movie with Vin Diesel in it except the uh, that sci-fi series. That oh, he's in, uh, the, yeah, uh, uh, Pitch Black. The Riddick. Yeah, yeah it's Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Pitch Black well, the in the one. entire movie, Pitch Black, he's got those glasses on. Yeah. So I was starting to wonder. I was like. Maybe is this guy attached to his head or something? I don't, 
is he blind? Because I had never yeah, seen him in anything right. else, so I'm starting to think it's like maybe he's like. Maybe he was doing both, and he was just trying to get used to those glasses while he was doing the the voiceover stuff. Sure, we'll we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go. With Vin Neesel, noted thespian and method actor, was just getting used to the glasses. And and um, hardcore D and D represent. Yeah, he made uh, in in the uh, on uh, Pitch Black or the Chronicles of Riddick. He made Dame Judi Dench play D and D with him. Which yes, I I did hear that. I. I still think is like a dope thing. It's pretty dope. And 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 what's really funny is uh, Vin Diesel, of course, into D and D in three point five era or three three point oh three point five era. Now we're on fifth uh, edition. So this is like years before Twitch it was, stars made it cool. For yes, I mean, it was yeah. still it was still very much not cool. Um, so so there you go. Uh, all right, Iron Giant. That's pretty good. Oh, let's see. Uh, what do we look at the total? You've got uh, Red Tornado, Bender, Chopper, Gurr, uh, and then uh, Iron Giant. We've got uh, Rachel, Dynamut, Norm, Twiggy, and Tom Servo. Hmm. Hmm. We didn't also mention uh, Human Torch, the first Human Torch. That would have been a first Human Torch. Uh, you know, we, we, we mentioned Vision, but it was more in, in you know, the antithesis yeah. of, of uh, Red Tornado. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the winner today has got to be Tim Ham for knowing that Garth drove I, <laughs> Goliath. Yeah, and not I Carr. I think. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, we got to pick a winner between us because Tim's not on this podcast. Who who owns it? Uh, I'll give it to you because no, yeah. no, no, no. I was just about to give it to you. Okay, so I will give it. I will again, give it to I you Tim because Ham wins, yeah, Tim Ham wins. There we go. I guess. Well, Rob, because neither one of us won this one, uh, you have to uh, sign us off uh, with our sign off, our uh, catchphrase, our motto. It's printed on four forms of currency to date. We're still in co- talks with Dogecoin. Um, <laughs> so, uh, of course, it's words to live by. I've seen so many fan tattoos. Thanks for sending those in. Thank you so much. Uh, big shout out to some of our uh, loyal fans who have uh, named their children uh, with this catchphrase as their first, middle, third, and fifth name. Uh, so uh, thanks for all of that. Rob, give us this catchphrase. Wheelie say find friends today. Rimlock say we on our way. 